Welcome to the Yanagita Podcast Show, Episode 8. I'm with Trisha Roy and Serene Morales. Oh, dang. And today's episode, Serene, is our director of podcasts. And we want to share just how did this whole thing start? And Trisha, she is a wonderful teacher. And she's probably one of the teachers I truly, truly have so much admiration, love, and respect Aww. for. Because even though I never had her, when I was a freshman, I was sharing this the other day, I was a freshman, and I was just sitting in the corner upstairs by her class. And she was like, hey, what are you doing up there by yourself? You want to come inside? So I went inside. And I thought she was just, you know, she's like, oh, she's so nice. Give me snacks. I think it was uh, a day or something like that. And then I saw you like, she was like getting after it on the, some of the kids. And I was like, oh, better stay on her good side. <laughs> so like, I'm just curious, uh, Serene, how did this whole thing happen? And I know you had class with Mrs. Roy and how, yeah. How did this whole thing happen, Serene? This whole thing with Roy? Oh gosh. No, I just, I just had a class with her and then I think I just started getting doing more activities with her and then eventually she just trusted me for some reason to be part of her schwa team so that's how I got into that whole video department stuff and the rest is history <laughs> I, I recall something different I thought I swear it was I was I remember I was in a, like by the broadcast room and Carl brought you in and then yeah. you said that you wanted to this is like something you wanted to do like you're like yeah, like he said that you wanted to get into doing video. Like, that's what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, why didn't you take my class earlier? Because, you know, you guys are all in band and stuff. And so you joined Schwa and you ended up um, enrolling in the class. Was that, was that before? Yeah, I think that was oh, before. That was, like, that was like when I first met you, you know, like actually like met you. Because I already kind of knew you because mm-hmm. of yourself. Mm-hmm. But then it was just like, yeah. I think so. It kind of happened, I guess. Yeah. I know. So it's like well, you took the initiative, you know, like to to wanna like do stuff with well, video. I, I think at first I, I joined the club schwa in freshman year, but then I got scared, so I quit. <laughs> I quit because I wasn't doing it. I was just I was in the corner and then just like everyone else just doing important things, like, oh, let's do this video, let's do that. I was like, I don't know what to do. Okay, I'll just I, like I'll just leave and then I came back. You so. came back. Well, it was great that you came back yeah. because you're like I one know. of the hardest working schwa people we have. And I know I can always say count on you. So, mm-hmm. totes, man. Dang. Trish, like, what did you first see in Serene, like, when she first started? Like, what was Serene like five years I ago? Think, uh, <laughs> quirky. I like that. Quirky. <laughs> yeah, Serene. well you know what serene though i think it's like um i think it's initiative you know like Mm. not many students take the initiative to do things especially in high school unless like they usually wait for someone else to invite them or do something but you know like for serene i admire the fact that she kind of knew already what she wanted to do Mm -hmm. and um took the initiative to you know come and do it and um you know she always jumped to the chance of opportunities like I always tell students like you know I'll give you opportunities but it mm-hmm. it's up to you to take advantage of the opportunities you know like if there are workshops yeah. or if there are things going on or you know whatever else it's like you, you can't wait for someone to push you to do it you just got to do it if they offer it to you or else it's going to be missed you know and you're not mm-hmm. going to have that experience and you don't know who you're going to meet you don't know like what connections you're going to make 
So I, I think it's important. And Serene has always been like really awesome with, I'd be like, hey, Serene. So there's this video shoot. Like, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then even like, um, and well. it's funny because I don't, <laughs> I always bother, like, even I don't see her for a long time, I'll bother her. So like, <laughs> February, we're on Oahu. Bother me in um, college too. <laughs> I bother you in college too. So we were, we were, I took some students for a competition and we were visiting um, Manoa's campus and we were at the Creative Media, Academy of Creative Media. It's so like, I messaged Serene. I'm like, what are you doing? Where are you? And she's like, oh, I'm in class. <laughs> I was like, come see us. So I come see us. So she came and met us um, and we were just finishing up our meeting with um, Tammy. What is Tammy? I can't remember what she does. She, Tammy. She, I mean, is it Tanya? Tracy. Tra no, Tracy. Oh, no. I can't remember. So anyway, <laughs> oh, it was really great. We, you know, um, I introduced Serene to her and I left because, you know, I said it's, it's a good opportunity, right? Making connections and stuff. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I don't know what resulted from that. I was hoping you could get a job or like just like work around, you know, at least get to know the people in that department. And make, make, yeah, make some connections in that way. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, it's all about opportunity. See, and I like that. Like speaking about opportunity too, it was like perfect because we were doing a Zoom workout. Yana yeah. Zoomers, right? Yana Zoomers. <laughs> and, and I remember asking you after workout, like uh, Trish, um, where is there a student that um, we're looking to do a podcast kind of thing and this, this, and this? And you're like, oh, Serene. I said, oh, I still have her number. <laughs> Let me call her up. And Within like five minutes, I just ran to the back yeah. and then I called you, Serene. And I was like, Serene, I just got off the phone and, and you jumped like, oh, right. No. And, and, and you, <laughs> oh no. And you jumped right at the opportunity. You're like, dang, let's do this. Right? Man, See, I love that. Might you got to well. get experience. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm -hmm. like, like, if you don't take that opportunity to get experience, you're not going to know what you know you like or what you're good at or what you're passionate about and stuff. So it's important to try different things. And I think that's really important for young people is like to gain experiences. Mm. Experiences are so important, um, mm. you know, cause that, you know, that's how you grow as a person. Mm. That's how you figure out who you are and stuff. Oh, I like that. So like the whole figuring out thing, Trish, like, mm -hmm. was there like a turning point for you when this all like clicked <laughs> mindset or are you just born well, like superstar like this? Well, you <laughs> <laughs> and I love this. Uh, you mean like with experiences and stuff or like yeah um, like an experience or a moment i think you know growing up i always mm -hmm. kind of aspired for more like being on maui like mm -hmm. um i and maybe you know it's partially like my grandparents on both sides they traveled a lot and i always like dreamed of traveling and like seeing the world and doing stuff and when i was in high school i just felt like there was so much more that i wanted to see and do mm -hmm. you know from maui and um i you know i made it a point i used to i used to write goals down so i used to like write goals down and yeah. stuff like that Love and, it. you know i was really determined to leave maui and i always said i'll come back but not until i make ready to come back or whatever else and um i you know went to school and then i got an opportunity to go work on the jet program in japan and i think the jet program really kind of ingrained in me like how important you know experiences were or are in a sense, because when I look back at my time in Japan, you know, I was there for four years. Um, you know, the people I met, the things I did, the places I traveled, 
you know, even like the teaching, even the job itself, I mean, everything was such a, an amazing experience for me that I learned so much about people, about myself, about um, just life in general that I, it kind of made me realize how important it was. And, you know, when I was in Japan, you know, as you know, I met my husband, Mark, mm, and he also has that kind of same mindset, you know, about experiences. And now that we have our own children, you know, mm. it's really important to him and myself. It's like giving them experiences. So, you know, when mm -hmm. we, um, you know, we love traveling together. And then when we, we were like, okay, we're having, we want to start a family, you know, something we talked about was like, we can't let this stop for us from, ha you know, from traveling and like mm -hmm. experiencing and doing things and having them with us. And, you know, we travel everywhere with them because we want them to gain experiences outside of Maui and outside of the world. And, you know, it's not, I don't know, like whenever we go places, it's hard to imagine being there without them I guess you can say like we love traveling with them even if they drive us bonkers sometimes you know like <laughs> bonkers. We, it always, it, we, we always think about like how oh my gosh like they would love this you know like they would love this experience and you know love going through this opportunity or you know seeing these things and that sort of thing so I don't know I think it was yeah living abroad that kind of opened up my eyes and made me realize living that. abroad oh my yeah. gosh and then since I, then I, like I always encourage kids to do that if you have a chance to like go live someplace else in another country and experience the culture and just immerse yourself, you know, for a couple of years. Mm. Important. Mm -hmm. Dang. Seriously, yeah. hearing that, is there somewhere you want to go visit or check out or live? That was what I wanted to, I wanted to do the, well, I wanted to go to Japan to like study, but uh, I couldn't really find any film stuff in Japan. So I was like, okay, I'll stay here. Maybe do like a study abroad or something. Uh, yeah, that the, program. the jet program. And you know what's crazy is I have a friend, he did the JET program. And mm. after we left Japan, I, well, he left before we did, but he stayed in Japan, went to Tokyo. And he did like a lot of film stuff. I actually, I should have you talk to him. But, um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> sure. But he, but he ended up doing like music videos. Like he was into the hip hop scene and stuff. And oh, we were like, crazy. oh my gosh, what are you doing? But he totally Please. got immersed in it, did some music videos. Um, got a lot of experience then he moved to New York and like he's been doing a bunch of film stuff there you know like it's been in commercials and photography but you know it's just like even though they don't have things I mean you can still find ways of, yeah. of doing it but he had the initiative you know what I mean like he yeah. he, he was really about networking um, and he made the initiative to kind of immerse himself in what he wanted to do there so yeah it surprised me because I was like because I'm like I kind of changed my like goals not goals but like my my was it aspiration where it's like mm -hmm. I kind of want to become a music director now Ooh. so a music music video director music video director so I was like Dang. I was surprised when you said that I was like oh that's, that's oh right. music video director oh you're integrating the two things you love yeah exactly <laughs> yeah no that's yeah. like exactly I was like right. I don't want to just deal with sound and audio but then I also and I want to also like immerse myself in films like how do I merge the two like yeah and sound and audio is so important I think that's important though for filmmakers you know from learning and stuff it's like it's important you know everything you know yeah we learned that like they're like I don't know. Every time in class now, it's like, oh, what is the most important thing or the most 50% of the video? It's like, oh, in my mind, sound. It's so obvious. And I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I guess it's, I don't know how like that's a miss in like people's mind, but it's because yeah. I studied that. So 
it drives me crazy, you know, all these, you know, when you're watching TV now because they, you know, because of COVID and everything mm -hmm. is online and people, when they have bad audio, I'm going to say, oh, <laughs> yeah. God, why aren't you using like AirPods or, you know, mic or something? It's like, drives me bonkers. You miss good audio, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Crazy, but speaking right? about that, Serene, like, where, where did that come from? Like, all the initiative and like, where you just jump at things? I mean, were you always yeah, like that? Sorry. Yeah, were you always I like that? I, I didn't think I was like that, to be honest. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just, when Roy, when Roy says like, oh, you want to do this? I was like, yeah, sure, why not? I mean, nobody, and like, I don't know. I was just surprised that nobody was taking the opportunity. So I was like, okay, I just mm. might as well. Nobody, like, might as well. Why? why? Mm. Like, why not do it? I don't know. I just... Might as well. <laughs> exactly. Why I love that. Do it, right? just do There's it. not much thought to it. There's not much thought for me. To, I'm just like, yeah, just, oh, sure. Why not? <laughs> Are you like that in everything else you do, Serene? Kind of like, do you kind of take the initiative in everything else that you do as well? Like, um, yeah. <laughs> I guess like, kind of. I mean, like when I was like in Key Club, the president mm -hmm. for that, and then like, I wanted to take initiative, but then like, <laughs> I was very intimidated by them, mm -hmm. Key Club, because it's such a big organization. But then yeah. with Schwab, it was kind of easier because it was very small scale and it was actually something mm -hmm. I wanted to do. So <laughs> I guess that's so, why for like Schwab, I was like able to just jump at everything. So how do you overcome that? Like, how do you overcome? Because I know you're a little shy sometimes. You know what I mean? But so how do you, how do you overcome that? Like, you know, is there something in your mind that kind of pushes you over the, like, what drives you, I guess, in that sense? Um, it's just like, I might miss something, you know, like mm. opportunity, like opportunities. Like, I always have a battle in my mind, just like, no, just go. No, it's embarrassing. Just go. <laughs> but I don't know. It just if you go, there's nothing that you can really lose from it. Everything. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Remember I like that. Saying, the worst, yeah. the worst someone could say is like no or no. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And that's like big deal. Whatever. You just move on. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. On. <laughs> oh man, Serene. So that's what was going to your mind right before when I asked you about the podcast. Podcast is like something that I kind of always wanted to do. We always talked about it with our friends, but oh yeah, they always talked really... about it. Oh yeah, <laughs> they always talked oh. about it. it never <laughs> See, there we go. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, opportunity is knocking on the door. <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Wow. They even set up everything in the in the broadcast room to do a podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What would you and guys have like, done a podcast on? Yeah. What would you have done a podcast on? Well. You know, our friends, like, we talk so much, and then all of a sudden, we just talk about, this is what happens. It's like, we always meet up, and then it always ends up, like, being four hours of just talking nonsense, and it's, like, some random question. Or, it's just, like, nonsense. It's just, like, oh, we think of, a, like, a hypothetical question, and it's, like, okay, here's the situation. What is your opinion on it? And then we all argue and, like, discuss everything, and that's how we end up talking for four hours all the time. So it's, like, I don't know. We always talk. So it's like, mm. might as well just just record it and see what happens. Cause. And then this day and age, I think it's so important because I feel like a lot of times young people don't talk enough, you know, mm. like I, I, because of, you know, maybe because of social media and just like technology itself, I feel like young people don't have conversations or have like debates or have, you know, one-on-one -on -one, like 
kind of interaction, like how you guys, you know, you and your mm-hmm. friends have, which I think is really, really important. Um, good for you folks, man. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> the long form dialogue. Right? I wish there was like a little like microphone to listen to you folks. I bet if you were like, <laughs> recording funny and everything. odd conversations. Yeah. It'd be very, yeah. <laughs> like what kind of conversation was that? Like about like, like the world? Just, holistic? Just, yeah, no, we just go on tangent everything. It's like, like oh yeah. Like, yeah, one time. <laughs> a creative brain. No, we're just talking about dreams. I was like, oh, oh, one time I had this dream. Oh, I had that dream. Oh, what? And then we start. And then my wife, oh, Carl, he started talking about, oh, so what's the science of the brain? You think, you think uh, people's mm. brains can have dreams? I don't know. I was, he's going scientific and I just <laughs> zoned out. And then he's just talking about that. I don't, I don't know. When, you get, when wow. people get scientific, I just kind of just stare at them and yeah, I don't listen. <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> so would you, would you say, Serene, that you're more of the creative brain side versus the logical brain side? Yeah, I guess so. You... Yeah, in that sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. What was the original dream, Serene, like you, you used to talk about? Is that like the director thing? Oh, no, like, like actual like sleeping dreams. Oh, like sleeping dreams. dreams. Yeah, oh. sleeping dreams. Yeah. Oh, that kind of dream. Random. <laughs> wow. We talk, we, yeah. talk about, we talk about aspirations and dreams, too. We talk about everything. We're very open to each other. Wow. Dang. So Jet Program, Japan, teacher. I mean, Serene, that's just amazing that uh, you, had, you had her as a teacher. And if not, this wouldn't be here. Like, we would not be doing this on this day. This podcast would not be happening right now. No, like, this, this is, is incredible. You know, Serena, I got to give you credit, too, because remember when I asked you, I said, I have zero experience or idea how it works. Serena, can you can you look into it? You said, yeah, I can look into it. Oh, can you look into this? Yeah, I'll look into it. And then you tell me how to do it. And I was like, dang, this is really good. Like you always figure it out. Like you'll look it up, you'll do something, you'll test. And Mm -hmm. I really respect that because that is so important to be having that mindset that you have like okay i'm gonna go figure it out i don't know now but i'll figure it out and i'll show you or share with you but i mean how's your parents play a influence in that serene i mean were your parents like that too like oh i'm gonna figure it out and what are they like Uh, i don't know (laughs) i guess they're just the they're the type to just like oh just do it and just Mm -hmm. go for Mm. it I don't know, just, yeah, they're just, just do it. <laughs> Might as well, I don't know. Might as well just do it. I like that. I haven't really paid attention. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, with the podcast, it's like everything I do, I think with, with Roy and stuff, everything I do is kind of like, oh, head on first. I've never mm-hmm. experienced or done anything like that. And just like, I don't know, just go with the flow and see what happens. That's like great, that. you know, like about digital media is that you got to figure it out, right? It's like, you just yeah. got to make it work no matter what, mm-hmm. even if there's problems that arise and stuff, like, you always tell kids, you got to, gotta, you got to make it work, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's really important. Super important problem solving skills. Mm. Be a Speaking person. of problem solving skills, Trish, like, mm-hmm. what, what is like your thought process or like mindset or philosophy between sharing with the kids what you know and like the curriculum and all that while also helping them think as well because that I think that's what you do really well is mm-hmm. you always give it in like a nice caring and challenging way where it's like yeah 
here it is and go make it happen or do this or like what, what is that what's that thought process for you because you're a great teacher thank you thank you for thinking that of me <laughs> Serena and I were laughing when he said nice Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I am caring, although students may not think that. I, I, I consider it like tough love, you know. Yes. For a long time, um, I taught English, and when I, and, you know, actually my background's in elementary, elementary education. I meant to be a mm. eighth through sixth grade elementary school teacher. Wow. I actually did my student teaching in first grade. Wow. And um, after I came back oh, from man. Japan, you know, there were opportunities to teach either at Kihei elementary, Lokilani Intermediate, or Baldwin. And I was highly encouraged by my mom and my former teachers to go to Baldwin and teach English there, even though I felt like English was like not my really strong point. But mm -hmm. I found out that I really loved teaching it. I mean, it was a lot of fun to teach it and whatnot. But it wasn't until I started doing media that I realized, you know, English it's important. I feel like it's super important. I feel like the writing, the writing, the comprehension, the critical thinking analysis side of English, super important because, and I think it reflects into digital media. And I think that with digital media, I realized with an elective class like that, it teaches students a lot about essential skills, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So like the problem solving skills, and, you know, it's so easy for us, you know, even with my own children, like if they can't figure something out just to do it for them mm -hmm. because it'll save me time and like stress or whatever else. But I think it's so important, you know, like students and kids just got to figure it out on their own. They got to find out ways of researching things. And now that they have technology in their hands, even more so, you know, like to take the initiative and figure it out and problem solve on their own and to ask questions. And, you know, I feel like my job as a teacher is not only just a teacher, but really is a facilitator and to facilitate students in their learning um, in the content area, but also in the essential skills area where, you know, make them call people and ask questions mm. versus like just giving it to them here. I got it for you kind of thing or making them, you know, and that sounds kind of simple, like calling somebody and asking them a question. But for high school students, it's a big challenge, you know, to make a telephone call. <laughs> yeah, that's question. true. Oh, I can relate. <laughs> right? Hey. Right? So you know what I'm talking about, right? That just reminded me, Trish, yeah. about the, the teacher person, how to fish and, you know, versus giving them the fish story. And yeah, wow, I love I, that. And sometimes I think, you know, my approach in that sense, it comes off as me being kind of mean or like neurotic and stuff, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I am kind of neurotic, but you know, it, and it's like because I, I push kids, and I really, you know, I push them and I challenge them, and it comes off as being kind of cranky and mean because sometimes you just have to be cranky and mean to students in order for them to get something done. But it's really because I want them to be better people, and I know that they have um, that potential to grow and become better. And I used to hate that word potential when I was in high school because I used to hear that, you know, like the word, oh, they have, you know, you have potential. I was like, what the heck does that mean, potential? You know, like, I used to get offended when people say you have potential. I was like, don't I have it now kind of thing? But I get it now. You know, like, what, like what I totally get it now, you, though. Trish, potential. This day, right now, when someone says potential, what does that mean to you? Like, for like, the people listening. You know, looking back at my own self, I feel like mm -hmm. it's about growth. You know, like, you mm -hmm. always have potential to grow to be a better person. You know, I always tell my own kids, they used to tell my sister this, they go, you know, if you make mistakes, it's whatever, you make mistakes. But if you don't grow from your mistakes and become better from it, then it's kind of a waste. 
you know mm. you know i feel like potential is about growth as a human being and as a person mm. you know no matter how old you are you know i just turned 43 yesterday and i feel hey. i have still room Happy to, I, still, I still have potential you know <laughs> i love that if that oh makes sense, my right? gosh like, like yeah like, what do you do to keep your energy and your your attitude and your positivity so high like do something on a daily basis like i mean uh, food sleep some rituals some rules <laughs> you know i i'm such a bad person when it comes to good habits i try to you know like and i i try to gain good habits so like you know when like I told you when I first did Yana Gita a while ago, when I first called you and made that initiative to call and That's inquire right. about it, it took me so long because I'm so bad at taking care of myself sometimes. But, you know, I think what drives me is um, my passion. You know, you know, I feel like we all have purpose. It's important for us to kind of have an idea of what our gifts are and um, mm. using our gifts to help our purpose in life. And I really truly believe that my purpose is helping other people and um, helping them find their own potential, you know, to become better people as well. So I guess it's like my teaching, you know, being a teacher, having students, it, you know, it was crazy. Like when I stopped by the other day, Justin, um, mm -hmm. you know, seeing Jessica and Jarrett, I mean, that mm -hmm. just made my heart so happy, you know, and then like, speaking with you and, you know, talking about the past, it really um, is very fulfilling and it's hard not to get emotional when I was speaking to all of you. And then, uh, Later on, uh, what did I, I also heard from another former student mm -hmm. who just got into the um, Harvard Law School review. Wow. And you know what I mean? It's random message. Wow. Like he sent me a message and he was like, you know, thanks so much for helping me be a better writer or whatever else. And, you know, it's just kind of like things like that. I, I always wonder what happens to students. And, but I think that's what drives me. It's like my own children as well, you know, like. For, they they drive me to be a better person as and it's definitely Mark my husband mm -hmm. like um I admire him I really do admire him and I always looked up to him as kind of like a role model mentor I guess in a way mm -hmm. but um like how he carries himself and how he deals with stress and work and you know things like that in life like I I really look up to him a lot and how he he does things too so, you know, but I have no rituals. I wake up, I brush my teeth, I put my contacts in, wash my face, you know, go upstairs, I make breakfast. I love breakfast. I make a good breakfast for everybody. Everybody gets breakfast. And then, yeah, I have a list of things I got to get done in a day. Oh, there you go. You know, and I get stuff done. And yeah. And during this past month or so, we've been going to the beach like two or three times a week. Oh, there and you that's go. been a very therapeutic as well. Mm -hmm. yeah because as what you know I hurt my you guys knee. like to go um we've been going to all the beaches that all the tourists okay. used to go to and that we there could we never go. find parking <laughs> yeah like we, we used to you know as kids I used to go to all these beaches and there was always parking and then you know when Emma was a baby we used to still go to the beaches and could still maybe find parking and after a while it's just like it was ridiculous you'd have to be super early to get parking at a beach and stuff so we stopped going down to Ilea and to like, you know, certain places because it wasn't really worth the effort and the drive with kids. Mm -hmm. But now, yeah, we've been hitting all of Wailea and Kihei side and yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so in terms, like, like if you could go back and that, ver ver that version of going to the beach at, let's just say 18 year old version of Trisha Roy, like what would you tell yourself that like, you could talk to yourself for, one hour over breakfast 
18 year old self. Gosh, that's a good question, Justin. <laughs> Put that in your notebook, Serene. That's a good interview <laughs> question. Um, I don't, you know, I think I would tell myself that the difficult times that you go through is meant to help you be a better person later on in life. Like, even though at the time it seems like the worst thing in the world, and it's just like, you know, it's like, why am I going through this? It really is a testament to like your growth as a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my sign is cancer. I tend to dwell upon things and hold on to past and <laughs> be like hard on myself about stuff like that. And there was a point in my life as well where I had to kind of look back at my past and just let it go and understand that it's made me who I am today, regardless of, you know, how bad it made me felt before or how I felt like I was before. Yeah. It's just got to persevere. I'll tell my 18 year old self, you just got to persevere or go out and see, do things, you know, I don't know. Go out and see, do things and persevere. Yeah, man. Uh, like don't give up. Don't give know. up. You know, there we oh, go. <laughs> That's how we met Serene. <laughs> When you oh, reached out wow. about Hikino, and right? I remember you were so quiet. Hi. I was like, hey, what's up, Serene? Hi. <laughs> oh, don't even talk about that. And look at us now, <laughs> yeah. Serene. That was only two years ago. Or was that three years ago? Wow. Something two like years that. Ago. Yeah. Three years ago, two, yeah. Three years ago, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And, you know, staying on that, like, I'm curious, and probably everybody's curious too, because everybody learns different ways and it seems like you're always learning Trish you're always growing and you're always expanding Mm -hmm. and like what are some ways that you like to do or pick up information or continually learn from to stay on top of things having conversations I think Mm um you know uh, we taught the seven habits at Baldwin. I, mean, I think they still do teach the seven habits at Baldwin, but we had, you know, this is called seven habits of highly effective teenagers. And because mm-hmm. we were teaching it to students um, or, you know, trying to embed it into our curriculum, their freshman year, when I taught English, I had to read the book. And when I read the book, I was like, Oh my gosh, like they have such good points in here to follow. And then my kids, you know, they do it at Pukukui elementary school. And, you know, I truly believe in all those things as like being proactive and, you know, keeping the end in mind, setting goals for yourself, Mm -hmm. Um, putting first things first, you know, like making sure that what you do in your life, it's helping you get towards your goals, you know, Um, listening to people, having conversations, um, synergizing, and especially I like the one that they have called Sharpen the Saw. And that one was kind of a reminder for me because I tend to not do this a lot for myself. And I, I still don't. I, you know, I'm very guilty with this, but I tend to not, you know, because I'm about helping other people, I a lot of times mm-hmm. don't do stuff for myself. Mm-hmm. And um, even if it's like reading a book. So like I try to, you know, I get a book and I read a chapter a night. Mm. This one chapter, you know, like if I can, just to kind of downshift and kind of like find that chill time. Yeah, or, like you know, that. like I've been trying to like make spaces in our house that are more comfortable, you know, to want to like hang out and, you know, sit around and stuff. And mm-hmm. I totally lost track of the question right now. No, sharp. Uh, <laughs> no, that's great. Like, we're just like, how, how do you keep learning and growing and communication? Oh, yeah. Talking? That's just great. Communication, talking, books. you know, books, yeah. you know. What's your favorite looking- book? 
your top like three favorite books that you know it's one i don't like to read books over and over again but the one book i've had i have read like over and over again Mm -hmm. is alchemist isn't that so random I, I yeah, I love, why, I love it though. I, I always tend to go back to the alchemist. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of the idea of like how things happen for a reason. And I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, the idea about um when you you know, you don't know who you're gonna meet and how they're gonna affect you. I 100%. guess you, you get what I'm saying. So I think that maybe yes. that's why I'm drawn to the alchemist so much. Cause I feel like it's about, you know, the journey and then meeting people and you know how it affects other things in your life later on. So like me so meeting true. Serene and being her teacher is no, I, I feel like there isn't any coincidence. There is a, you know, there's a reason for it, mm. you know, and that kind of leads to, uh, you know, like looking from my path to, with her, it leads to other things for her and her path kind of broadens and you know, who she's going to help and what she's going to do and stuff. So yeah, that's the one book I've, I've read like many times for some reason of all books. Probably because it's also, you know, like, like, it's fun reading and it's sort of too, and it's like, you could just you know throw in your bag like i don't like reading stuff online i like actually holding physical things and reading it mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah i like i love that book too the alchemist and mm-hmm. uh serene you're, you started reading a book too right <laughs> which one what are you reading serene <laughs> I've, I've been reading the one that justin gave me the about leadership five Ooh. levels of leadership and i was very surprised you know at first when I read I was like I'm not I don't well in my mind I was like is this really relevant for me like yes okay I'll just read it and then it's very I'm not I'm not I'm not really constantly or consistently reading it but when I read it it's very it's very eye-opening I don't know when I see those types of perspectives about leadership and stuff you know there's always something to learn about that no it's very yeah yeah I was very surprised but that's just one book, so I got to read more and see see what happens. Mm-hmm. Like, what was the thing that you're surprised about, Serene? That the five levels itself. I don't know, like that there was five levels. You know, like position, mm-hmm. relationship. I thought the all, all, and then like productivity. I thought all those three levels <clears throat> were supposed to be one. You know, like that's supposed to be what a leader was. Mm-hmm. But I guess in a sense, I understood why, like level one is position yeah i don't know i thought all those three levels were already incorporated with each other but it wasn't so i think that's what i was surprised about mm. and then the level four about what making leaders mm-hmm. someone that makes leaders that one i don't know i just started thinking about who was in a leadership position and <laughs> trying to evaluate are they like what level are they and then <laughs> Thinking about myself, what level was I? And <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I think that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Still got to read it, though. <laughs> I love that. You know, and, and staying on top of the leadership topic, Trish, like, I noticed that right away because mm-hmm. one of my mentors tells me that to keep looking through the leadership lens, whatever we look at, whether it's in school, politics, whatever it is, the gym, church, whatever organization, sports teams, parents. And one thing is when you asked me to volunteer for the Blue Zones Mm -hmm. the other year, it was crazy because I could see the influence that you had. You never had to tell anyone what to do. You were just there and people would listen and you just commanded that like respect. And I was like, wow. I was like, wow, Trisha must be putting in some work. (laughs) 
building relationships, you know, adding value to the fellow teachers and staff, figuring out ways how you're helping them and then empowering them. And that was just really cool. Like I noticed that when you were standing in the front mm -hmm. and you were just kind of commanding, uh, commanding the, everybody, just uh, everybody wanted to listen and everyone was there. And versus there was another experience, I'm not gonna say names, but the uh, school principal, I, I could, you could just see the body language was like kind of turned off. It was almost like the, because I said so, you have to be here kind of thing. And then the vibe was just, but when you spoke, everyone's like, oh yeah, you know, she's, she's kind of one of us. And I was just so impressed by that. <laughs> so that's just one thing I really was like, wow. And I always brag, brag about you and that story. I'm like, dang man, Trisha's a really great leader and this and this. And, I mean, it's proof in the pudding. Look, like all the students that reach back out to you and, you know, tell you all these things and, that's because, I mean, you didn't even have to talk to me when I was sitting or standing by myself uh, in the corner when I was a freshman. So, yeah, that's, that's oh. you, Tri Thank you. Thanks, Justin. <laughs> oh, man. Serene. Man, we lucky, Serena. <laughs> yeah, without Roy, none of this would have happened for me. <laughs> Serious. Aww. Thanks, famous director. Don't forget about me. I'll come visit, I'll come visit you. Give me like, a shout out who, when you get your This was who award. helped me the most. I want to thank God, but before God, I need to thank Mrs. Roy. <laughs> <laughs> That's just joking. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That is too funny. I was just kidding. <laughs> uh, but switching gears though, like Trish, what is like one of the areas that you're currently kind of curious about? Like outside Areas. of school, kind of curious, like, oh, I'm kind of interested in this, or maybe a hobby, or could be really anything. Mm. A country hobby. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, always traveling, I think. Uh -huh. I, I think that we always, like our family, we always want to travel. Um, during our COVID stay at home orders, the kids, you know, they were doing. I had homeschool for them and I had like an agenda and stuff. And, oh, wow. But they would do research yeah. every week. And one of the research projects that they had to do, and they had to present it. They had to research oh and present. Gosh. And they had to create a slideshow. <laughs> we talked about creating oh effective gosh. slideshows. But um, they, they, you know, created slideshows of places they wanted to visit and like why they wanted to visit there and stuff. But, you know, I think I just want to travel. We're just waiting to travel again and get out there in the world. Um, I think, I don't know, I, I've always wanted to learn how to play the guitar. Guitar? I know, nice. random, right? Um, what else? I don't know. I have like little things, I guess, mm -hmm. that I have on a bucket list. I mean, I don't have I like a, like, an actual bucket list, bucket yeah. list, but they're little things. I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to try to do that. I want to do that. Mm. Where's know. the first place you guys want to travel as a family when this is all over? Well, we're meant to go to Japan in Japan. October. <laughs> Okay. We were what, which side? Japan October. Oh. We were meant to go to um or fly back into Osaka. Osaka. But we have yeah, I have family. I have a cousin that lives on um, Lake Biwa, and I was okay. hoping to go visit. I kept telling Mark, I was like, I'd love to go over there because during October, it's just I love going to Japan in October. The weather is so nice, and like mm -hmm. the leaves are changing, and I feel it's not too hot, it's not too cold. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, and we definitely want to go back to England. I do. You know, we talked about going to oh. Scotland to Scotland. visit where 
Mark's grandfather was from. Um, oh, his grandfather from Scotland? Yes. And we found out which little wow. town. So we wanted to go oh, back, you know, wow. do a visit there. That's so cool. I want to go to Ireland. We'd love Ireland. to go back to Iceland. Iceland, we did an epic trip to Iceland. What is Iceland like? What was your experience there? Oh, I mean, I, honestly, the word epic, that's just how epic. you have to describe <laughs> Iceland is the word epic. Like, it just sounds kind of cliche, but it's like, you get off the plane, you get out of the airport and you start uh -huh. driving. You're just like, oh my gosh, this place is like, immense and amazing. And wow. like, we were only like there for- what kind yeah, of it's like scenic it's just beautiful like you just have oh. so many different areas and things to see and it's just and the people are just really gorgeous and nice there and just experience was a lot of fun I mean we just, you have to rent a car or a van or whatever and we just you know we just kind of drove around and the little day trips here and there and we only mm -hmm. like to scrape the surface like I want to go back and go to the glaciers and glaciers. go like to the south and then the, the northern part and go to some of the national parks there but um, oh. yeah, we want to do another trip to Iceland because that place was just amazing. Iceland. Mm -hmm. how, so how long is that flight? It must be pretty long, right? Mm. I mean, is the whole I think day? we did a stopover. The reason why we went to Iceland is because uh -huh. Emma wanted to go there. She, like that was Got her it. thing. And um, it was cheaper to fly. It's cheaper to fly back to England, stopping mm -hmm. in Iceland. So we took a trip and we said, okay, we'll just stop over in Iceland and then spend some time and then fly to England. So um, we flew through LA and then to, I think, Montreal, and oh. then straight from Montreal to Iceland. So it kind of was nice. It broke up the trip a bit. And then cool. spent like maybe about three or four days in Iceland, flew to England, spent about two weeks there, and then did an overnight stay in Iceland again to catch our returning flight back to Hawaii. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. So, I mean, you travel a lot, Trish, right? Like once a year, twice a year? Yeah, twice, two or three times a year. Two, we two to three times money. a year. Wow. Yeah. We um we save our money. We save like that. I mean, that's what our family loves to do, and I think that's important. Like, I feel like, mm. you know, you have to find out what you love doing, and we love traveling, and mm. because we love traveling, that's where part of our savings goes towards is to, you know, save money so we can travel. Yeah, know? and that's I love hearing that because. When you think about saving money, do you have like a certain system you do, like like a percentage every month, or because people are probably curious, because yeah, you know, definitely seventy six percent of our country is paycheck to paycheck, yeah. and they're probably like, how do you, yeah, what is that? I, you force yourself a percentage, or I think you know from living in Japan, it kind of taught us this because um, in Japan, you know we you don't live beyond your means. I feel like, I feel like, you know, mm. you have, you live in a small apartment and, and that's enough, you know, mm. you don't have to necessarily spend tons of money. It's a very cash society as well. Mm. So it's like whatever cash you have, that's what you spend. You didn't use credit cards a lot of times. So, um, cash minimize credit cards, right? Um, live. yeah. Your means. Um, Mark is awesome at budgeting and that sort of thing. So we just kind of like, we don't necessarily, because we love traveling. That's where a lot of, uh, we, you know our paycheck we put some money aside for that and then some money goes aside for the kids you know for their college and then um we don't eat out a lot we don't um go shopping a lot i guess um we we're just kind of i guess kind of mindful about where the money goes and how we spend it we don't buy frivolous things we don't have to like and you know mind you if people are passionate about it and they love those really beautiful designer handbags. And I'm, I'm, I admit, you know, they're really nice ones. But then again, I don't mind my Hyakuen 
Hey, yes. there we go. Yeah, the From Daiso. The dollar store, I, I'm, you know, I'm all the about Daiso, Daiso store. man. I'm all yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. I had like this bag that Mark got for me for my birthday one year, yeah, and yeah. I got so many compliments on it, and it was like, seriously, from the 100 yen store. Nice. And <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what are you getting? Yeah. Like, oh, from Japan. Yeah, for the people <laughs> listening, 100 yen. For people listening, 100 yen is about a dollar. That's yeah. awesome. Oh my so goodness. I don't know. We don't live beyond our that means. Is, like, that is freaking awesome. Yeah. We pay oh off our debt. God. Yeah. We just kind of like make sure. That's we have goals. Yeah. We, we, we set our goals and we budget. So. Wow. We do. So that, that's, that's important too. Like, you know, because that, I remember figuring it out like maybe after school and getting into the workforce. It was like, yeah, I got to figure this like taxes and all of these things out and I, I love learning about that and you know what you're saying cash and minimize debt and you know all these things and mm-hmm. that could be another podcast too in itself <laughs> adulting is hard man oh, that's for man. sure right like man. adulting is not fun <laughs> i love it well we're winding down to the end of the episode serena is there anything that you wanted to ask your teacher, your former teacher. Yeah, Serene. Uh, anything? Yeah, Serene. Hmm. That you wanted yeah. to ask. <laughs> no? No. Dang. I don't know he knows everything about me already. She already knows. She already I'm knows. Pretty, I, that's the one thing, you know, I'm a kind of an open book. What you see is what yeah, you get. Okay. Like how I am. That's true. How I am with my students is how I'm at home, how I am with, you know, like it's kind of like, I don't, I'm, yeah, it's what you see. <laughs> And that's the good thing, because everybody, nobody needs to like guess, like ah, it's just like, hop, hop, and just get after it. She didn't so, eat. Don't talk to her. Eat. You know, <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to her yet. Talk to her after lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, totally. Yeah. Real. Or bring her yeah. coffee or something. Right. <laughs> hey, hey shout you. out. Thank you. And so, one of the questions we love to ask Trish is, mm-hmm. what is the one thing that you're most grateful for in your life to at this moment like today definitely my family hands down yeah Mm. like I was thinking about that you know like turning (laughs) with my birthday approaching and that kind of stuff you know and I don't know Mercury was in retrograde everything was kind of like this past week was kind of like up and down for me a lot and I was just Mm -hmm. like you know, feeling sad for myself I don't know why not because I was turning Mm -hmm. 43 but I I just think because everything that's been going on like like the unknowns with COVID and with school and um, mm. the stress. I feel like there's all this anxiety that's mm. been happening recently. And uh, Nico has been sleeping in the tent in our backyard for the past two oh. weeks now. Okay, there and we go. So I was lying in the tent with him as he's going to bed. And honestly, mm-hmm. you know, I was thinking about it the other night before my 43rd birthday and about, you know, trying to change my mindset about what I'm grateful for. And it really was my family. Like, lying there you know in the tent with Nico and him you know being seizure free for the past I think five years now um you know when I got hurt when I hurt my knee like Emma Jane like totally stepped up and was like helping me out a lot from the house and she's grown up so much the past the past year and then you know mind you it's been troubling you know challenging with a teenager but she's been super helpful and then just with like Mark I mean he's been so like just him moving to Maui with me and like starting a family here so far away from his own home and his family and friends. Um, 
yeah and just like really providing and helping you know like being a team like we are truly a team together and what we do and i'm really grateful for them immensely family oh my gosh trish dang with that said there's one more question yeah. the final question we all ask, ask everybody is what does fighting sickness with fitness mean to you trish it means yeah. i think it means this it means everything it's like like when if i were to exercise like i need to start exercising again like it was it's been tough but it's not about I think when, but, but exercising though it's not only about me though it's about mm -hmm. like me being healthy for my family mm -hmm. um it's not about like losing weight really mm -hmm. it's about having a healthy heart and mm -hmm. having a healthy mind True. you know like 100%. when i think about fighting or fighting wait with fighting sickness with <laughs> fitness mm -hmm. it's just kind of a wholesome like all-around thing it's like finding your purpose you know getting outside and exercising downshifting it's truly it's a blue zones idea it's like blue zones. Oh, it's everything. you're like you are like blue zone you're like the Kaimana, blue Carissa, child, you know if you're listening I shout swear. out Oh, man. it's like it's all yeah. of those things that's what it's about it's like, yeah and shout out to the book and the to forward book. todd durkin yeah. my coach <laughs> yes and the subtitle is harmonizing your mind body and spirit to exactly. live a healthier and happier life so, right dang. that's exactly what it is that's yeah you get oh, a spot on gosh. justin i'm really proud of you Oh, thank getting, you. Getting that message out there and making our community a better place. It's really important. Thank you so much. And, you know, thank you everybody for joining us on this episode, listening. And if our audience wants to find you, Trish, where can they find you at? If you want to at reach Baldwin out. High School. Baldwin <laughs> High School, just drop by. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah, that's where they can find me. Don't there come see me about exercising, though. Sorry. I'm very honored to be on this podcast, Justin. Thank you. Because I'm like, no. you're asking me. I don't do I'm not like a fitness person. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Trish, Shireen, for joining thank us. You, and Justin. Until you. next time, stay healthy and let's keep on fighting sickness with fitness. Yeah. Bye.